You're listening to Fumbles and Flagons, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you want to catch us live, you can do so every week on our Twitch. Now find yourself a warm place by the hearth, get comfortable, and let's continue the story. Hey, welcome everyone. <laughs> this has been a very long time coming. Thank you to everyone who's here uh, watching, chatting, and we all really hope that you enjoy what we have to offer. <laughs> Uh, a few announcements um, before, well, I guess we should introduce the characters, um, or the players, rather. We have the wonderful Adufrain 99 the illustrious Cricky, and the absolutely handsome that he will steal your girl, uh, Lord Fancy. <laughs> so, a few announcements. First off, special thanks to Sirenscape uh, for allowing us to use their stuff copyright uh, free sort of thing um, so we don't get striked, basically. Uh, and unless, does anyone else have anything else? No? We're all good? Okay. Then without any delay, let's jump into the wonderful world. Welcome to the magical world and ever-changing world of Iadria. A world of monsters, heroes, gods of unfathomable power. The world is split up into three continents, but our focus is on the continent of Aedon. A history long and rich with lands um, with the lands of Aedon have seen many innovations and civil breakthroughs, but also many wars and setbacks. Luckily, for now, everything is at peace. The Central Kingdom being a paragon for what is possible when feuding neighbors put down arms and focus on diplomacy. The humans of Etrus to the east, the elven lands of Rondir to the south, and the mountainous region of Eblor to the west all of which have put aside their differences, ending a century-long war, giving birth to a city of innovation. To the far north is the polar expanse, a harsh and frigid land once untamed has now been declared under the control of the hobgoblins, winning claim to the region over the drow below after a long and bloody conflict that caught many in the northern borders of the central kingdoms in their crossfire. To the far south, past the Great Swamps, are the Outer Lands, a lawless and arid land made up mostly of deserts and savannas. These lands, named Death's Passage, remain mostly undeveloped, with the exception of a handful of small hamlets in the shadow of an oasis, of oasis the one metropolis of the area. The deserts hide some of the most foremost ruins of the lands, civilizations long lost and forgotten about, buried by the sands. But our story is in a more humble start, a small farming town in the human kingdom of Etrus, with a population no more than 30. Yes, it all begins in a small tavern called the Thirsty Mosquito, where the townsfolk might see the most eclectic patrons to ever stop in. So, you find yourself both, uh, just remember your names, Ash and Krell. You find yourself coming upon this muddy-looking city. Um, no more than one road. The houses are very simple in construction. 
uh, covered in moss and mud. Uh, there is one building, however, that kind of juts out of the road, as if to say, I am here. Uh, a sign kind of flows in the wind, made of wood, that says a thirsty mosquito, and below it, attached to it, is a secondary sign that says no goblins. What do you guys do? It's been a few hours since your journey. It was, it was Keyhill you said you were heading towards, correct? You muted Yes, but I reside closer to day on day. But here we'll do fine. I travel through it quite a bit. Huh. Well, we're here. Uh, perhaps we should stop in. You can get some lodging for the evening. Maybe something to eat. Okay. Well, thank you for your escort, and now I'll be on my way. Well, where is on your way? Well, why would you like to know? Uh, you know, I, I said that I would escort you, and, um, you know, a sightless, beautiful young maiden like yourself shouldn't go unprotected. Well, the hero of the day, apparently, is what I must call you. Um, mm. <clears throat> I, I know my own way, and I don't need you to guide me any further. You've saved me to your ability, and now I am... Ah, well, fine as you are, I also need to stop for something to eat, so, hey, what's 20 more feet? That tavern right there, why are you asking? <laughs> what do you mean? So, as you approach the tavern, um, it's probably around 3 p.m. at the moment. Uh, the sun is not so much in the center of uh, just directly above you. It's not yet setting, but it's getting there. Uh, as you enter the tavern, you're kind of met with this smell of dry mud. Looking down, you can see that the floors themselves have probably not been cleaned very often, and there's that kind of uh, unevenness to it from the caked-on muck. Uh, ahead of you, there is a portly-looking fellow with a sort of um, typical garb that you would picture a, uh, a bartender or tavern keeper to be wearing. Um, a leather-looking um, apron in front. Uh, however, this man, it appears that like half his face is a little bit scarred, leaving one of his eyes milky. And as he's walking back and forth, gathering various objects, cleaning um, cups and such, uh, you notice that he walks with a bit of a limp. He doesn't seem to notice you entering just yet. Okay. Uh. <laughs> you might want to watch your step in here. It's a little uneven. Shall I take you to the bar? I'm going to start walking to the bar. Okay. I know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> watch <laughs> you walk forward and although you've probably been through here a few times passing through to visit your mother um, you haven't stayed for very long most people pass through Keyhill and so taking a moment to be in this tavern when it's not in peak hours it's a bit um, 
it's a bit weird. Like being in a supermarket at like late at night where it's just empty and you're used to seeing people. Uh, but as you approach, the, the man kind of uh, looks over to you. Hi, how's it going? What can I get you? As he starts cleaning a glass in classic bartender fashion. A water will do fine for me. We have ale. So you don't have water? The ale is very, very bad. It's, it's basically like water. Oh, so it's swill. Then I'm sure my friend here, Krell, would oh, love Jesus. to have... Sorry, blood, you gave me a bit of a scare. I'm used to it. Well, this Hope seems it's like your kind of place. So what, order. What are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm a traveler. I'm going to unhook my, uh, not flask, but uh, tankard. Mm-hmm. Not tankard. As you approach, That's though, he kind of like... Water skin. Leans into Ash and be like, a bit of a touchy one, eh? <laughs> Yes, very much so. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. uh, hand Ash my uh, water skin. Here, you can have what's left out of here. I'll take your finest swill, sir. Well, it's just one, but sure. He takes your um, your water skin that you have and heads over to a barrel, um, kind of the one that's already pre-tapped, and starts filling it up. So, what brings you around these parts? As it kind of looks over, trying to multitask, keep you entertained. I am just passing through. Uh, most people live. And you? Same. Hmm. As he finishes tapping um, the ale, he uh, hands it back to you. There'll be one copper piece. Are you sure I can't get you anything? Oh, I'd rather not. Thank you, though. Right. I'm going to actually hand back the water to Krell and not drink it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. There are a few seats in this place. Um, it's mainly just the room that you're in right now, uh, a back room that you can't really see into as it's fairly dark, uh, and probably three or four tables with a few chairs around each. There are many people in here? There is nobody in here. Um, if you want, you can roll me a society check. The first roll of the campaign. All right. Uh, that is a 12. 12. It's not too hard to glean that this is a farming village, and it's still part of, uh, it's still the working day. You're not going to see many people in here, at least for not a little, like a little bit more hours. As soon as the sun sets, you're going to see this place probably packed with the few people that call this place home. But you have the pick for any of the seats. Uh... Seems rather, rather simple to me. So I'll just take my drink and have a seat next to Ash. And okay. 
shortly after, he kind of comes over and wipes up the crumbs, probably left there from last night. Um, any food? Don't really have much, but something. Got stew. Got bread. Yeah, we'll take a loaf of bread, please. He kind of nods, uh, looks over to you, Ash. Bread sounds lovely. Okay. He kind of turns around, heads back, and as he's walking, the limp uh, is a lot more prominent now that um, you're close up and you can see him, and he's not behind a bar. Uh, He kind of heads off to the back, and uh, about, I want to say, five or six minutes later, he comes back with two stews and two breads. On the house. And he kind of hands you um, stew there, Ash. Only for her. Sorry. (laughs) No problem. Mighty generous of you. Uh, I believe that is another copper piece. I'll pay two. Okay. Kind of you. And uh, he puts it away and heads back over. Uh, If you guys want to have any conversations, feel free to do so. Um, may I cast purify food and water, like <laughs> all the food in front of me? Yes, you can. Thank you. As you do so, you notice that the little bit of green just at the corner of your bread that you kind of felt with your thumb, the fuzziness, um, it slowly fades. Okay. And I want to do all the food at the table. Mm-hmm. So oh, if, absolutely. I'm going to push Krell's bread to him then. Thanks. Useful. I should learn that one. It's useful, especially when I don't know who's serving me most of the time. That's fair. Interesting that you would refuse my water. I mean, if I were to be out with you, I certainly wouldn't have escorted you this far. Well, I need to make sure that I'm using my energy accordingly and can't waste it on a little water bottle. (laughs) About... Ten or so minutes pass. Cricky, you find yourself at the end of a street of a very, very tiny village. Um, A few of which that you've passed through on your journey to get to this point. Um, Much like the two before you, you saw uh, a lot of rows of houses and one that looks more so like a, a tavern. On your travel here, too, you also did pass some farmers in the fields uh, harvesting. It's starting to get to that point of year where the cold is is just around the corner. It's in our world terms, probably around August. Late, okay. late August. Okay. I mean... Yes, I'm just trying to find my way into town to get like a drink and just sit down yeah easy enough to do um there's no alleys there's no roads it's just a single road so as you make your way to the tavern um you stop in front of it and see the same similar sign the thirsty mosquito what kind of name is that (laughs) all right so i head in okay You enter, and the difference between the light on the inside, which is very dark, and that of which is outside kind of takes a minute for your eyes to adjust. Um, Krell and Ash, you see this figure starting as a silhouette, 
uh, from the sunlight that is lighting her from behind. Um, tall, slender wings. It's hard to make out any features, but as she steps inside and closes the door behind her, would you like to describe your character? Yeah, so uh, as she steps in, you'll notice a very tall, what appears to be a light blue-gray Strix with tribal markings on her face, a weird doll with her. She has lots of bones in her hair and braids and appears to carry some type of witch's hat on her, some potion bottles, and just very, um, very ornate in all of her trinkets. You notice, Cricky, uh, that over on one of the tables is another Strix, um, as well as it's hard to tell because her back is facing you, but it looks to be human. That is interesting. Hmm. I'm just going to kind of keep an eye on him as I kind of head up to the bar to get something. Yeah. You head up there and... The man is currently at who's at the bar isn't facing you and turns around and oh Jesus two of you okay um I quite strange isn't it yeah I don't place. think I've ever seen another one I've never seen one another two, two okay um ale we have ale you want ale yeah. Okay, one copper piece. Please? Okay, <sighs> and I'm gonna reach in my bag and hand him a copper. You kind of hear him murmuring under his breath, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> As he heads to the back, um, does anyone else do anything? He's filling a cup, kind of like looking over his shoulder, probably thinking to himself, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Can I do any kind of roll to try to get like a read on the two of them? Sure, roll me a perception check. What is what specifically are you trying to read off of them? Um, what kind of potential intentions they might have? Like whether or not I even want to deal with them, or if I should just pretend they're not there. Okay, roll me a perception. Well, it's gonna be. Well, there it is. Wait, I think I'm going to open the PDF because I cannot find it on this one. Found all the others. (laughs) There it is. Jeez. Uh, That's a 10. A 10. Your eyes are still kind of adjusting to the light in here. Um, Aside from just seeing his overall image, you can't really gleam anything from him without at least getting any closer. As for her, um, she has a veil kind of draped over her face, and it's a bit... That makes it much more difficult to see any possible intentions that she might have. I'm just going to stay at the bar. 
Yeah, the bartender comes back. There you go, and kind of plops it down a little bit, uh, like splashes off. Anything? About to drop. Ugh. So, what are you? I asked him. He didn't really give me an answer. I hope it's not uh, rude to ask. That's a bit more fun, don't you think? Call me a stickler for knowing things, but I like to know who's in my tavern. Not to say that you're not what? good people or anything, but what did you put in this glass? Ale. <laughs> he even takes like a pause before that to, as if it just passes an FDA approval of what ale is. Ah. <laughs> uh. You don't know what an ale is. I'll tell you. Mm. Okay. What I am when you give me a good ale. Roll me a pers- uh, diplomacy. I think it's diplomacy. The system. <laughs> Too many systems. Oh God. Um, <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> yeah, flat twelve. Okay. Not bad. I think I might have something. As he goes over behind the bar and kind of lifts up a latch, um, you can kind of feel the heat from outside sort of seeping into uh, the passage that is there. And he goes down a few steps, not too far, but far enough to kind of uh, allow for him to explore a crawl space. Uh, You hear clanking of bottles as he comes up with one. Um, in hand, full of dust. Can't read the label, anything like that. It's all faded. It looks very old. Uh, he comes over to you and gets two shot glasses. Pops the cork and starts pouring it. It ain't ale, but it's really good. All right. Kind of slides one over to you. Cheers. Cheers. He downs it. I'm going to down it right after. It's very strong. It doesn't taste like anything you've had before. It has a sort of floral almost taste to it with a bit of wine aftertaste. Um, he recorks it and kind of like puts it behind the, um, the, the, ta- the table that you can't see. Okay, you had to drink. Now, what the fuck are you? Sorry. What are you? I do believe I said ale. Was the drink not good enough? Our drink was great, but it wasn't ale. <laughs> I talked me a deal. Laugh. One more shot. With that, not ale. And you tell me. Deal? Nah. And I'm gonna go uh, walk away. (laughs) With my pissy beer. You can see he like kind of grits his teeth a little bit. Fair enough. He turns around and goes into the back room. Um comes out with a bag of potatoes that he starts organizing and putting away. Um Ashen Kraut. 
Anything you guys would like to do? Hmm. Uh, your character's just sitting at the bar, Ricky? Yep. Yeah. And, Ash, did you leave the bar? Did you come with me to the table? I'm sitting with you at the table. I purified the food, remember? Oh, okay. All right. Just, yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to lean over to Ash. So, you really can't see, can you? No. I can see other things. <laughs> okay. You asked a question. Now I'm asking a question. Oh, boy. I didn't realize I had opened something. Are you done saving me yet so I can go on my way? Well, I'm not holding you up from anything. Well, I'm not Am trying I? to be rude. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you see, you said that you had traveled through those woods often enough, but mm. still you got blindsided, let's say, by mm-hmm. some goblins and then caged, rickety as it was, uh, it still happened. So, of course, I would just be remiss to let anything horrible happen to you, let alone you get captured again, let's say, by something more intelligent and nefarious than a goblin. So, at the very least, I can get you to the next city. Oh, my. That, that since you put it that way, you are correct. I am in desperate desperate and as i make the hand gesture i'm gonna knock over his glass oh i'm so sorry um desperate need for um some attention because you know i can't see anything so oh yes please help me and i must say i do not cannot afford a bodyguard so this is this is i feign to you sir to protect me please please and then also i'm gonna like lean on another chair like kick it out and be like oops oops i'm so sorry i'm just a damsel in distress right can i interject that while this is happening in the background it's it we're the only people in the bar it's a a very Um, small town after she has made this scene i'm i mean it's not hard to tell like i'm clearly talking to some little doll i mean like well that was a bit dramatic and I just start like making weird comments to what appears to just be my adult with me. Uh, while uh, Ash, you're having your little scene, I'm just gonna nonchalantly toss the bread at you. <laughs> mm. He tossed the bread at her. Let me see. Um. After I realize he threw bread at me. Um, I can understand why you're frustrated and yes I may be a little over dramatic but look at it from my point I've been this way for a very long time and I've made it on my own do you think it might be a little bit of an insult that I can't walk down the street in a place that I've come yes I may have been caught I may have been caught by goblins but I have tripped up the stairs once or twice I have spilled glasses on accident and I have been pickpotted quite a bit However, I don't need a person to watch over me forever. It is not your job, and I will not let anyone else suffer with that consequence and the burden of me. Well, uh, I'm sorry to 
to you for whomever made you feel like a burden, but the next city is not forever. Regardless. If you make your hero complex feel better, then you can guide me to day on day. Good. Let's just say perhaps I'm walking behind you in the same direction. Would that make you feel less uh, unempowered? That would make me feel stalked, yes. Oh, good. So you like stalking people and saving people? You know, <clears throat> depends on who they are. I'm going to sigh audibly. <clears throat> well, I can't be that lucky, so please, just let me move on to day on day. I have traveled through this town many a time. I don't stay often, so this is rather awkward for me, but I'm going to day on day, and I know where that is from here. No goblins will get me. They hate goblins here. <laughs> I'm going to cast a glance at the bar. Mm-hmm. You can well. see the bartender is like kind of taking this all in like this is the most interesting thing he's seen in a long while and as soon as your glance meets with his he kind of like looks over to the side and he's like that's where that potato went and kind of leans over and picks up a potato classic <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> well, the reason why I asked you if you truly couldn't see is because there aren't many like me, and I can tell by your lack of reaction upon our meeting that you most certainly couldn't. I'm gonna stand up and walk on over to the bar. Okay. As he's walking away, I'm going to be like, I sense there is another presence in the room. Why don't you go ask her if she needs any help or savings her? (laughs) And I'm gonna lean back in my chair. Did I hear that last part? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Just take a <laughs> I wasn't being quiet. Oh, good. I didn't <clears throat> think so. Just make it. <clears throat> Cricky. Wow. There is a new presence just off to your right. Um, the other Strix that you kind of glanced at um, is now kind of close enough that you can almost feel him hovering over you sort of thing. Can I help you? I'm not going to turn around. (laughs) Yet. Describe yourself, Krell. Uh, I am a very tall, uh, pale, bluish, grayish, toned Strix, large black and blue wings, um, white braided hair, different bits of leather and armor, and uh, a shield with the symbol of the goddess (laughs) Estella uh, hand-painted on it. Uh, I've also got, you know, bags and, and other things. You can tell that what I'm wearing seems to just be pieced together. It wasn't commissioned or anything like that. <clears throat> it's not too often, actually not often at all, that I see another of 
our kind. Maybe ever. Yeah. Uh, but I must say, your your dialect is familiar to me. It is. That's interesting. It's not familiar to me. <laughs> um, X. Her dialect certainly reminds you of more of a dwarven region of the world. Um, although you've never personally been there. Uh, the travelers that come from that area uh, definitely have that similar accent. Um, but that being said, there's being this close to her, something very familiar that you feel maybe you've kind of either repressed or forgotten about in a long while and haven't really thought about a comfort if you will mm-hmm. yes your voice is uh, your dialect is familiar but I can't say I would know of any Strix that talk like a dwarf I don't know any streaks or you know you're the first one do they all sound like you and i'm gonna turn around at this point as you do close enough to this this being uh face to face with the streaks you take a moment and there's a bit of shock your eyes kind of widen like you recognize his face Um, then you take a moment to kind of put your hand on the outside of your bag where you're keeping your masks. Oh, good. Like, oh, what? No. No. Not then. Not so soon. It can't be that easy. Can it be that easy? <laughs> you roll me a perception easy? check there. Uh, I don't bro. think so. Oh, that's right, it's up here. Uh, 21. I believe that's good enough to notice that there is that moment of recognition. That she recognizes your face in some way. Um, she's also very frantic, and she's talking to a puppet. A little, sorry, a doll. A little doll. A doll. Uh, you're right there. where I saw some faces and I woke up and I had to carve them into these masks and I know that I need to find the person who whose faces and the masks are the same. But uh, I, it might be your face. And Krell, when she talks to uh, her burlap doll, for the first time you notice that when she's trying to get some sort of response from him there's a slow little from the doll almost unprompted like either she has it rigged up in a way that it responds or it just moved on its own 
Okay. So, you have these masks. You said it came to you in a dream. I'll just draw you, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to pull his specific mask out. She reaches into her leather bag, or her satchel, and pulls out a mask. It's it's rough. Um, It's certainly no master carving work, but sure enough, it looks a lot like your face. Here you go. Huh. Powerful messages. I would assume so. There's a lot of powerful things in this world. Dreams, death, all sorts. <laughs> well, you know, maybe I just have one of those faces. So, I don't think so. I don't see me running into another street. I don't think it's, it's you. And what brought you here? Oh, so mm, <laughs> I'm well. I'm traveling and trying to find the faces and you see I suddenly found this dwarf and he was one of the faces so we get in this great battle in the woods he almost died well sort of did well you know as things go and we ended up having to split up ways because he had to go to Sam Smith to get some kind of fancy schmancy something made by some man with the metal (sighs) I don't know but he accepted his mask and he's going to meet me here because he was hit. Well, we were both hidden here to find more people from the masks. I just kind of sensed a direction for a town and we went on our way. Huh. I, I think you'll like him. Do you know the goddess of Stella? Roll me a religion check. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. You've heard the name. Although you've never really studied organized religions or the deities in the pantheon, the name Estella it's it sort of rings a bell um you know that her domain is within dreams and freedom and artistic expression um aside from that you don't know too much else about her aside that she is considered one of the good deities i think i think i've heard of her She deals strongly in the realm of dreams. She came to me in a dream when I was younger, directionless. Mm. What are the masks you got in there? Well, uh, well, one more. It's. Uh... Hmm? <laughs> 
as she puts up the mask. Um, roll me a perception. Seventeen. I think it's rather nice, don't you? You take a moment, and you sort of picture the mask with a veil in front of it, and you're immediately like, "Oh, that <laughs> looks like." <sighs> this, uh, it, surely you've you have some illusion on yourself. Do you mind? I'm gonna hold out my hand for the mask. Ah, uh, I think it's fine, but I will chase you down for it. So don't, don't, don't try to leave. I'm not going far. I'm gonna take. I don't, it. I don't think I could do that again if I tried. That was <laughs> very hard. <laughs> I believe you. I'm gonna oh, head God, back like, over to the table, <clears throat> and then just hold it up. Okay. Well, Lass, looks like I might be following you for a little while longer. And what makes you say that? Seems like my goddess has her eye on us. Hmm. I don't think so. Not me. Not you? No. Sure looks like you. What looks like me? <laughs> Do you uh, reach out to touch it? Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to slide it in front of her. This. Go ahead and feel it. What is it? It's you not me. What is it? It's a mask. And one, oh. much like me, well, of my race at the very least, has carved it. Or so she says. No reason not to believe her right now, especially considering the odd coincidences here. How do you know it looks like me? Much of my face is hidden. Well, why don't you unhide it? Well, sir, you were the only one who had a drink here today. <laughs> but I will, and you can decide. As you look deeper into the detail of the mask and into her, her facial structure, it's almost without a doubt that this is indeed her in mask form even more beautiful in the flesh I won't touch the mask but I would like to meet the creator okay yes I'll turn around what is your name oh Ophelia sorry that was a bit rude The bartender. Oh, the bartender in the back. Odell, not that anybody asked. <laughs> he goes back to cleaning everything. Odell's not very smart. 
I'm going to get up and walk past Krell okay. and go to Ophelia. Ophelia? Hello. Hello. You must be his, well, for now, traveling companion. Mm, for now. Uh, when I am standing in this energy in her space, do I sense something on her shoulder or anything extra around her? Roll me a quick, I would say roll me a perception check in this case. Or an occult, you choose. Uh, where's my occult at? Where's my occult at? Occultism below oh, I nature. See it. Plus five for there, and plus four for there. So we're going to add, it's going to be 12? 12. 12. Um, you don't seem to catch anything. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to reach my hand out. Uh, may I? Sure. I'm going to hold her hand. Mm-hmm. If I have to let my guard down for you, then you must let your guard down for me. Don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna read her fortune. Okay. Okay. If you're gonna resist, Cricky, roll me a will nah. save. Okay. That's five. <clears throat> so either roll me a fortune lore or an occultism. There, Amanda. Um, what's my fortune, Laura? I can't I quite... I think it's a little bit higher than your occultism, if I'm Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I see it, yeah. No, it's the same. Okay. 20. 20. What are you trying to sense, specifically? I want to sense her intent and her, essentially, if... He is being not deceitful, but I just want to test like her intent and is she like a pure person or is she okay. mischievous and stuff like that? She seems <laughs> determined and perhaps a little bit hesitant with where she is right now. Um, but she doesn't in no way seem nefarious, either as a form of a trickster or one of an evil being. <clears throat> well, I see that you definitely have an objective here, and you are on a very important journey for yourself for whatever reason. However, and I've let go of her hand by this uh, time. <clears throat> However, I regret to inform you that I am probably not a part of this journey. Wait, why would you be a part of the journey? What's happening? Is she got her mask? I'm gonna like be like, <laughs> like kind of talking past her. She most certainly is. Oh. I'd bet my wings on it. I don't think you have a choice. Well, 
I... It sounds like you're the only one who objects, so it looks like the three of us would just have to follow you around. Um, <laughs> I have... I have an extreme disability. There's no reason that I need to leave day on day or assist anyone in, in what I have to offer. I highly doubt that I would be able to aid adventurers such as a hero and what I assume is another very... A hero? Yeah, he... I'm just going to kind of like lean in and whisper. He's obsessed with like saving women, so... Oh. Okay. So he's got a good complex. <laughs> it's called liberation. You were captured. Oh, honey. And liberation. I've been captured once or twice before and always got Captured? Out. None of this sounds good. I don't know what you've been up to, but... Well, sounds like mine's you not walking the park the either. I don't know. But the three of us can just follow you around until we figure out what we're supposed to be doing. And if we see any, you know, undead or nefarious creatures along the way, I'm going to probably stop. But you don't have to. I can catch up. No, you must understand that I do not travel. I stay in day on day and only travel outside of there when I visit family. Well, maybe we're supposed to be here right now. Is this it? doesn't seem like it. Oh, wait! The fourth one's not here yet. It won't start until then, whatever it is. Please, please, before you get all excited... Well, I'm not I'm excited. Gonna, this is just going to speak. I'm going to turn to Krell. <clears throat> this man insists on following me as well. Here we are, and now I have a mask that suddenly looks like my face that no one sees. Can you confirm that my face looks like the mask? So it is not only coming from the lips of a man who's already trying to glue himself to me for whatever reason. Oh, sure, for sure. Yeah, no, that's kind of creepy, actually. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, I'll do that for you. That's... Are you strange? <laughs> oh. I'm just going to kind of be giggling to myself. Like, <laughs> I didn't think I had to worry about either of you, but... Oh, no. Wait, let me see. I will lift my mask. She does so, sure enough. You've been, you've had more time with the mask than anyone else. Oh, um, for sure. Probably looking at it every time you go to bed, uh, just to get it seared into your head who you're trying to be looking for. And sure enough, the face matches. That's you, for sure. I don't think it could be anyone else but you. <clears throat> I... I I don't understand. I don't understand. And I Have and you I'm touched it? I figure can't you touch your own face and then touch the mask? Get an ID. A small one. I'm not no. very keen on touching anything that's handed to me. For reasons, especially if it sounds so mystical. It's wood. It's rude. Wood. Wood. Oh, I'm sorry. Your accent is beautiful, but heavy. Here <sighs> is... That's got to be problem. No, it should be fine. Don't change your way for anyone. No. Oh, no apologies. I was talking to you, son, not you. 
Excuse me? As she Doosan! Says, talking to Doosan, or Doosan, um, the little doll made of burlap and rags kind of lifts its arms slowly and kind of creepily waving back and forth and then putting it right back down. Is there something I'm missing? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I just figured you could sense him or something. He's my familiar. Uh, I did not pick that up when we met. Oh, apologies. That's very, very rude. You probably thought I was talking to myself over there the whole time you were having your scene with the knocking of the bear. Well, it was a little confusing. The sort. Right. Well, I sure wasn't thinking you were carrying on a conversation with the tavern keep. Um, so, yes, I may have thought you were talking to yourself. Robert, okay. <clears throat> About now, the door behind you opens. Um, and you hear a voice, young female, uh, scream out, Hotel, uh, you better have some ale for me. I am parched. Oh, you have people here. Why do you have people here? It's like midday. Uh, whatever. Kind of makes her way up. You can see that this woman, um, shorter, tan skin, dark freckles, chestnut hair that's kind of pulled back into a ponytail. Um, she has vibrant green eyes that kind of stand out against the dried mud that are, is against her face and the brown tones of her simple outfit. Uh, she makes her way up to the tavern, uh, finding a stool and kind of like jumping up, kind of taking a second to glance over to whatever's happening off to the to the right of her. Um, Odell, oh, Naomi, here you go. Thank you. Uh, she takes it and cheers to you. Glug, 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 glug. Just continues to down the entire thing and then tilt. <sighs> oh, it tastes like shit, but it gets the job done. And who are you? The trick. We don't really get people in Keyhill around this time. Um, pleasure to meet your acquaintance. Noemi is the name, by the way, and my, that's my hand that you can use to shake it and introduce yourselves. Come on. I'll take her hand. Thank you. And she kind of shakes it. She has thick callus on her hands as if spending a lot of time working in the fields. Um, and who are you? Hello. Noemi. I am Noemi? It's uh, Noemi. Noemi. Well, I'm Ash. And I'm traveling with a companion and kind of like drop the tone of my voice a little bit to uh, put a little sass in. This is Krell. Um, I am actually just passing through and yes, I've never stopped at this tavern before. I'm going to day on day. She kind of pulls you in closer um, and whispers, cough twice if you're being held against your will. I'm uh, kidding. If I'm <laughs> drinking, I'm taking a sip in the background. I'm going to kind of... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> and uh, you are, sir? As she kind of looks over to you, Krell. I'm Krell, the traveling companion. 
oh, okay. She wipes off her hand that doesn't get a handshake. Um, and yourself. Oh, I reached out my hand. Oh, you did? Okay. Then she, like, she shakes it and then holds it over to you, Kripke. And your name. Come on, we're all friends here. Ophelia. Ophelia, that is a beautiful name. Um, so what are you doing, Keyhill? Because most people just keep going right through. There's nothing to see here, nothing to do. <laughs> and the ale here is horrible. Fiend, but I'm here for it. it was these two. You're here for them. And then what are you two here for? My friend was hungry. Just okay. passing through. Well, where are you heading? And she kind of like leans in closer, seems very interested in you Don't guys. Oh, nosy, this one. <laughs> Just on our way. I can tell it is that you don't get many visitors here. There's only two uh, directions to go, south or north. Um, closest town south is Grimsby, and closest town north is Deonde. I'm just gonna, like, stare into my beer. You see the, the bartender, um, Odell, kind of put over. Come on now, you're bothering them! It's, like, it's fine. It's fine, right? I'm not bothering you, am I? I can come on a bit strong. Um, I hope I didn't bother you. Well, you are not bothering me. Okay, perfect. See? Not bothering them. And he's like, oh, she's just being polite. Okay, well, polite or not, she said, I'm not bothering them. So I'm here to stay. At least until I have to go back out into the field. Yeah, yeah. Need another one? Yes, top me up as uh, he takes the mug that she just drank out of and heads off to fill it up. You guys so. have this weird air about you. <laughs> well, if you'd like to like to talk, I would be willing to talk with you. I like you. Mm-hmm. You two should learn from her. Is he talking to I'm going to, like, look at Tucson and just be like, ugh. Thank goodness. She's chatty. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the mask that looks like Ash mm-hmm. and look to Ophelia. You mind if I take this? Take it where? Right here. Just <laughs> Oh I suppose. I mean I'm not going anywhere, I'm just gonna follow you to your eyes, so sure. Okay. So uh, you strike me as someone from Deonde, because Grimsby is not much better than this place. Deonde is very pleasant and very accepting. Hmm. I only bring it up because you're not going to be able to make it there uh, by nightfall. And as you know, the streets get very dangerous at night. So, yeah. But if you're heading to Grimsby, it's all it's fine. It's about thirty minute walk. You'll be there before you know it. No, we are not going to Grimsby. So day on day, ah. So my question for you is, mm-hmm. how are you today? Oh, 
Oh, well, my back hurts. Um, mm-hmm. Another day in the fields. Yes. Um, it's this time of year, you know? Of it's course, always. Cool during nights, warm during the yes. day. It just really messes with your joints. A hundred percent. But uh, I do love winter, so I'm excited that that's going to be coming around soon. Oh, you sneaky little bee. I hate winter. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy that you find joy in it, though, and that will bring me happiness as the snow evolves this year. Well, I'm glad to have brought you at least some happiness on the frigid winter nights. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll be thinking of me as well, but fond memories only. I will, but only because you said so. I hope you forget about me. I won't. You are very strange looking. But in a so good knowing. way. You're, you're, you're beautiful and you're handsome. So, and the wings, I mean, really cool. Thanks, great myself. <clears throat> so knowing that you know the south is much more dangerous and day on day is somewhere I reside, why would you suggest for me to go down there? Well, I was suggesting that if you were going up to Dehande and you needed a place to stay, and then you see um, Odell kind of pipe up, uh, we have places to stay here. You can stay here. It's it's only a few copper. No, Noemi is um, kind of rolls her eyes. You don't want to stay here unless you like waking up smelling like a sack of potatoes. Um, I have a place end of the street, four walls, a roof, a fireplace, nothing special, but. You won't wake up smelling like tomorrow's breakfast. It's up Wait, to you. Wait, you, you haven't eaten this anchovy. I have a house I'm renting. There's not. Oh, room. why didn't you say so sooner? How are you doing? Well, I'm renting it. I'm. We don't get many people here, and we certainly don't get I'm much sure. of, of you winged folk. Is it okay if I? Are any? It. I. I'm just gonna look. I'm just, I'm just gonna look over at Krell like, uh, is that okay? I don't know. <laughs> no, we're people as well. No need to call out our differences. Well, ah, you don't call the dwarfs the short people. But they're short, right? But you call them. But you still call them people. Well, I know of plenty course of dwarfs that would take great offense to that. But they're, they're you don't go. Ah, you're the shard people. So hey, what should they call you then? Ah, you're the people with the weird feet. She kind of takes a moment to look at your guys's feet and noticing that they're more so talons. I suppose you're right. We do have weird feet. Anyways, offers on the table, doors always unlocked. I ask that if you do decide to use it for the night, you need to lock the door. Just keep a key on the windowsill. Um, there's a planter there. I usually keep it there if I ever have guests. And uh, enjoy. But I need to get back to the fields. So um, enjoy the ale. And she kind of gets up from her stool and heads over to the door, leaving. Before you go, my dear. Oh. She turns halfway there. Yeah. You seem like a very smart and wonderful human being. Thank you. I respect your work, line of work, for my father was a farmer. And I didn't, I kind of, correct me if I'm wrong, 
strike you as the superstitious kind. Me? Yes. Well, I suppose a little bit. Do you like your fortune being read? Is that something you can do? It is something I can do for one copper. <laughs> Roll me a um, diplomacy. In the meantime, I'm going to kind of like whisper to Quilt, what was her name again? I have 14. Uh, 14? Mm-hmm. She seems enthused. And although you mentioned Copper, she kind of like pulls back a bit. She gives a bright smile and heads over. Sits back on. Okay. How do we do this? Do I have to like drink a cup of tea and then you look through the leaves or do I throw sticks in the air? Everybody loves those questions. But no, you don't have to do any of that. You just have to sit with me for but a moment. Okay. Put the copper on the table. Mm -hmm. She does so. Face me. And just place your hands on top of my hands on top of my cane. Do not resist when I... You will feel a slight tug, but do not resist. So I'm going to pull for one fact that I can, um, like, basically throw at her, like, whether it's, like, a family member or something of detail that she does or what she thinks or something, just something small, and if she's being deceitful with the house. Okay. Roll me an occultism or a lore fortune teller. Okay. 22? 22. That's really yes. good. You attune to this this person in front of you. And the first thing you notice is that she has a strong connection to a deity. Um, and even more so, that deity is tattooed on the back of her neck part of that sign. As for if she's nefarious or if the house is more than what it seems, she's, she's forthcoming. She certainly can be a bit much to talk to and to handle, but she's interested in helping. She okay. also probably understands that um, <laughs> the room in this tavern is not the most comfortable, especially for more than one person. Okay. Okay. What is it? Am I going to get rich? <gasps> I want I you to open your eyes. Famous? And I'm going to, like, stroke the side of her face. My dear, you do not need to worry about any of that. Your faith is so proud of you and adores you and all your work will not be in vain you work hard but don't forget to rest and thank you so much for offering your house tonight that was very kind and I don't think people give you enough time they really don't and uh, sometimes I feel like they just don't really listen when I speak but of course um, I'm always happy to help I'm like watching this and I'm like, would Dale get me another? <laughs> <laughs> he like nods to you <laughs> and gets you another uh, ale and 
I'm going to put my hand out to shake her hand. She will do it. It was same. pleasure meeting you, and I hope this will not be the last time we run into one another. I have a feeling that we're going to see each other a few more times. Usually, odd beings such as myself, <laughs> we, we bump into um, like-minded uh, people. I'm going to nod and just thank her once again. She nods And back. wish her a happy day. She uh, heads off, uh, kind of like wiping a bit of the... She got a little teary-eyed there. Um, and I'm going to yell out as she's leaving. Don't work too hard, my dear. No, I won't. <laughs> as she leaves and closes the door behind her. Um, Odell kind of like heads over to you guys uh, with your new drink. You know, she hasn't been here very long, but she's lovely, so please treat her stuff with respect. Oh, she's not your sister. No, she's not anyone's sister. She Ooh. came here like two months ago. Mm-hmm. We've been having an issue with people stealing off grain. Wait, she showed up two months ago and has a house? Well, she rented it a little while ago. There's someone who owns the place. They're not here, so they rented oh. it out to her. Mm-hmm. So, she's ratting out her own home. Oh. I don't think she's, she's staying here for much longer until she can figure out what's happening. And she, she didn't come with any family? No. She's only here to investigate. She was sent by Deonde, you see. Um, mm. We sent a complaint that... I think it's Grimsby. They've always been jealous. We are the closest town to Deonde, and Deonde prefers to get their grain from us. So I think they're stealing it to try and sabotage. Wouldn't put it past them. Mm, Despicable. But I know how farming and trade and all that stuff can be so competitive. It's ridiculous. It's a way of living. Yes, it is. So, you all look pretty um, adventurous. Is it because you've never seen us before? Yes, but also you have weapons and it scares the shit out of me. What if I talk to a few of the townsfolk tonight, gathered a bit of money and created a pool just to pay anyone willing to help Naomi. She's been really at it a long time, but... She hasn't found anything yet, and I don't want her heading back to Dayonde empty-handed. She might get fired. She's too nice for that. So maybe give her a hand and investigate a little bit, see where things are happening, and report back to us. The townsfolk, that is. Thank you so much for the offer. Let us smell it over, and then we will let you know before we take our leave. Of course. And I'll see if I can gather some some silvers and coppers and whatever we can pull together. We don't make much here, but if we can get this solved before the harvest, even better. It's paying for itself. There's something that's affecting the whole town. Yeah, it's, it's not just one silo that's being 
ramsacked. It's multiple. Ugh. It's affecting the whole town and other towns. Thank you so much for the information. Oh, the surrounding towns. Huh? Okay, if there's anything else I can get you, let me know. Thank you. I need to prepare for the dinner rush. I'm just going to be out and back. <laughs> kind of <clears throat> heads out a door that leads outside, and you can see a fire pit with a large cauldron that's slowly getting heated up. So, I don't know what y'all have planned for your future days, but I tend to want to help if I can in a situation that's going to affect the natural balance of things. If these people don't have the grain, they're all going to die. And if they all die, that's going to affect even more people, and even more people are going to die unnecessarily, and it's going to just keep tumbling into this weird thing, like an avalanche. No. <clears throat> Something bad. Yes, it does have a domino effect, as if it also threatens my hometown. If this little turf war they're having, grain stops pouring into day on day, and they stop stealing and poisoning, it can get really messy. So I understand the importance of helping. I spoke with Naomi to find out if she would be threatening by any chance, offering us to stay in the southern town. I grew skeptical and worried for your kind. She is but a lonely girl who's looking for company, who is often ignored and has a job to do. So I respect it. And this is not what I do. I do not help or adventure. But I would be willing to stay by you, too, and maybe another, if we were to investigate and not get ourselves into any trouble, because I do not have weapons, I have a cane. No, I don't want to get into any trouble, I just want to keep the order. You know what this sounds like, Ash? What does this sound like, Ralph? It sounds like fate. It sounds like you need to stop talking about fate and let it work itself out. But that's part of your fate. Stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Regardless, I doubt there's going to be much trouble here. As the man said himself, it's probably some rivalry. The southern town getting jealous. And yes, I don't like to see innocent people having things ruined for them. So, might as well poke around give Nomi a uh, helping hand. Besides, we're waiting for one other anyways. Mm. As you finish your drinks and whatever's left of the meal you didn't throw at each other, um, what do you guys plan on doing? It's probably been close to an hour, an hour and a half since you first arrived in Keyhill, and the sun is just starting to set. Pick up my copper off the table and I'll tell them to to make the executive decision. Did she mention where she was working? What field she was in? Well, I imagine it would probably be in a southern town 
for the the town here. She resides down to do her investigation, but she works in the fields here to see if the solos are being tampered with. I'm unsure. Just gonna say her friend probably knows. She is smart. Odell doesn't quite hear you. He's still in the back. It seems like he's making a Odell. stew for tonight. I'll just scream louder. <laughs> no, like, she said a couple, she's like, Odell. After, like, a few minutes of you, or a few seconds of you screaming, he, like, comes in, sort of wiping uh, his hands on his apron. Oh, what you need, yes. You said to holler, you didn't see to scream? Holler is the same thing as screaming, is it not? I don't think so. I think it is. No, the point, the point is we have a question. Mm-hmm. Which field does now even work in? She doesn't really um work in a single field. She explores around, I think. I actually don't know. Never really seen her working. I spend all my time in here anyways. I'm not a farmer. You could maybe ask some town folk, but... I think she's just around, searching for clues. Speaking of clues, Mm -hmm. what stylos have been hit? Mm -hmm. He kind of, like, goes off to the back and takes out a very used old piece of parchment um, and what looks to be kind of like a piece of charcoal. Uh, he draws out a quick little map of Keyhill, the single street, um, a few of the houses, and it looks like four or five farms in the area. He draws an X through three of the four um, silos, or three of the five silos, rather. All right. Thank you. Of course. I know these people, the good farmers. They worked very hard for their crop. I have a question. Have you they seem each to have only... a lot of those. Yeah, have they each only been hit once? Typically, so far. Yeah, I think so. So, three events? They happen on very odd nights. It's trying to pinpoint it, but not quite sure when they're going to hit next. I keep an eye out for torches. Those Grimsby folk come here again. We'll know. We'll see them. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me four times. That's not right. Well, thank you for the information, Odell. You can return to your prep. He nods and heads back outside. I'm going to point to the parchment. At least this narrows it down. Uh, If Naomi couldn't have figured this part out, then perhaps she should head back to Day on Day. Let's go talk to a few of the people, see if we can find out where she is. I'm going to shake my head at him. I didn't say that she didn't figure it out. I said if she couldn't figure at least this out. You head back Mm. out into the streets then. Um, So our best bet is to find her by one of those two. It's starting to become golden hour. 
the beautiful sunset. Now, this part of the world has a lot of swampland, a lot of fens. Um, in fact, you're basically bordering the Great Swamp. So there's a bit of this sort of stickiness in the air. Although it's starting to get a little cooler at night, um, there's still a very humid uh, sort of heat that you're dealing with. But uh, you look around, and you don't see anybody on the streets, but in the distance you do see people out on the fields, just kind of tilling to their crop, uh, dealing with weeds, etc., etc. Where would you like to go? Can I look around and see if I see her? See her? Yeah, go for it. Roll a perception. 18. 18. Um, you look around. Um, you don't see her anywhere close. In fact, you don't even see her at all. You do see figures out in the distance, but most of them are covered by grain and other various crop. Uh, so it's just a bit of their silhouette, the kind of upper part of their torso. Um, no, you don't, you don't catch a glimpse of her anywhere. Well, uh, we have a few hours before sunset. Perhaps we gather some information and meet back somewhere, meet back here. Um, you know, I think... No. Let's just keep an eye out when everyone comes in for supper. Don't you think that going to the house that she offered may also have some of her evidence that she's acquired and also we know where we're going when it's all said and done? Or we're leaving from? Or she might be there before she heads out for the night? <laughs> why don't you lead the way? Oh, I love it. I'm going to look at Dusan and be like, that's pretty smart. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, she did say it was at the end of the street and a slight location, so let's go and find it. Okay. As you head down the muddy path, passing a few uh, fences, um, you do make it to the end of the street, and you see a house that's kind of half buried in in mud up to the hill with a doorway right at the bottom. Um, doesn't look like there's any windows on the outside except maybe a small one that has no glass. Um, the wooden door looks like it's barely holding on uh, and the roof is covered in moss. This is not a very well-kept house. you imagine we're there? <laughs> yeah, I imagine this is the place. Okay. As you enter, the floors are probably more caked in mud than the tavern is, which doesn't make much sense because the tavern gets a lot more foot traffic. There's a fireplace that have a few logs just beside it. Um, very little in the way of furniture. There's a simple bed, and there's a, um, a desk just off to the side. Mm. 
Is Terry even a flower under there? I'm like the floor yeah, to see if I can start, even find it. Yeah, you start picking it and it like starts turning into dust and crumbling until you uh, reach a hardwood floor. There it is. As I can feel walking through this squish and then the not squish. <clears throat> well, it seems that this is supposed to be extremely temporary and extremely cheap. You figure that not much house cleaning has been done here. Um, and even so, the upkeep of this place, even before the arrival of uh, Noemi, is subpar at best. But it's a place, and it's free. I'm going to call out Nomi. Are you here? You call out and you kind of look around. Um, you don't hear anyone. You don't see anyone. It is a central room, just like a bachelor pad, if you will. No walls except for the four exterior ones. Uh, so everything you see is in this very somewhat cramped house. As I walk around, do I notice a bed in there? Was you there do. a bed in this room? Yes. Okay. Hmm. I'll go to the desk. Okay. You go to the desk, and surprisingly, the desk looks probably pretty well made as you feel around. Um, it's been carved very well, although as you get to the corners and, and the various um, points where two different pieces of wood meet, you notice that it's kind of come apart and much like the house, not very taken care of over the years. At one point in time, you can picture this as being quite a beautiful piece, but as its current state, it's um, anything but. Hmm. Are there any papers on it? Uh, roll me a perception. Nine. Nine. Um, as you kind of lift up, uh, the, uh, the type of desk, it's, I can't remember the term, it's like an accordion-esque style where you lift up uh, a bit of it. Um, That's feel, like a sewing, ta- a sewing desk. Basically, yeah. Yep. Um, there's a specific term, but I, it, I'm yeah. lost for it right now. Um, you feel around and you do feel an inkwell that's mostly empty. There's no quill nearby. Two or three pieces of parchment, but nothing else. There are two or three drawers, but as you tug on one of them, it's locked. Hmm. If I feel just the front real quick, is there a keyhole? There is. Hmm. I'll stand and wait now. And turn around to the other two. Okay. What are you two doing? Honestly, I'm just probably poking around and seeing what's in the room. Roll me a perception check, both of you, then. Eight. Eight? Oh, God, I got cornered. Uh, 19. 19. With an eight, you don't find much. In fact, you spent most of the time just kind of like breaking apart some of the mud that's on the ground, seeing if there's anything underneath it, and 
just exploring, walking around, not really touching much. Um, Ophelia, you walk around kind of getting a feel for the place, looking for anything that might be unseen. And you notice that there is a single brick in the fireplace that is just slightly moved out. I'm going to go out. <laughs> okay. You do so, and you hear the sound, both of you um, in the back, hear Ophelia making the sound of stone kind of scraping against stone. Um, inside is a little bit of a cubby hole, um, and what looks to be a small letter. going to pull it out and open it. <laughs> As you pull it out and kind of examine it, for a second, you notice that there is a seal on it that is currently broken. Um, the symbol Perfect. of the seal looks to be three eyes. And as you open it, you notice that there's some writing on it. Do you want me to send it to you separately, or are you going to read it out loud? Uh, I can read it out loud. Okay. It reads... Seek out the spread of weeds in our felted garden. Pull them from the root. Seek out the weeds, pull out the root? What's that even mean? It could be about anything. Seek out the weeds. Seek out the the spread of weeds in our felted garden. Pull them from the root. Is this like a poem or a famous thing that would be like a Romy like society a thing for farmers? They may have heard growing up. Society was society. Could you say it one more time? Yes. Uh, seek out the spread of weeds in our felted garden. Pull them from the root. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. So. The kingdom of Etrus, where you currently are residing in, the human kingdom, has a kind of a second name. Um, Back when the war ended between the three main nations and the land was divvied up, the humans were given a large portion of land. However, most of it was land that couldn't sustain any crop. So... The humans of the land started joking around, calling it the Bountiful Rot. Um, you think that Felted Garden could be a sort of different way of saying that same sort of sentiment. That the lands of Etrus, or the Felted Garden, the Bountiful Rot. I'll convey that to my party members, so everything Hunter just said you guys know. So is there corruption in the city? It sounds like to me. Ugh. That sounds like a hassle. Uh. I'm gonna lean on the desk. Okay. And then I'm gonna go. Oh. No. <laughs> a damsel in distress over here can't open a lock. I wonder if there's some big strong hero in the room i'm just literally before she can even finish talking like i'm gonna walk over and start like working on it be like oh this could be fun (laughs) are you gonna try to open the lock yeah sure do you have 
a set of lock picks. Definitely not. <laughs> Muscle it open, baby. Um, yeah, pretty much. You can try and open it as is using whatever tools you have available to you. Roll me a thievery check. Thievery. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Four. Four. Okay. As you kind of, like, take out the knife that you have in your ration kit, you kind of, like, look at the lock, look at the knife. You're like, yeah, this is going to work. And you kind of slowly push it in and try turning it. Nothing. Turn it again. No, I don't Nothing. I don't think I could do it. I don't. Eh, I got this. I'm just going to grab the handle and just rip the drawer off. Okay. Roll me in athletics. <laughs> no subtlety. 21. 21. <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> Krell walks over and is like, I got this. Takes out the knife and hands it back to you. Takes the handle. Pulls the entire drawer out and holds it in one of his hands. Uh, kind of puts it back and slams it on top of the desk. <clears throat> uh, a little too much force. There's splinters oh. and just all over the ground. <laughs> I'm going to try to clean up the splinters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good call. Krell, thank you for opening that, but don't you recall that we shouldn't be damaging things and poor no, 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 no what's her name? Uh, Naomi? No, 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 me, no, me, no, me, no, me. Uh, Nomi's house? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to pat him on the shoulder. Thank you, though. As I'm picking up world. splinters, I'm just yeah. like, too much. <laughs> However. Like I said, a little too forceful. I apologize. Inside, you do see a coin purse. It looks to be a stamp of sorts for sending letters. And a wax uh, stick used for sealing letters as well as a few pieces of parchment and um, uh, what's it called uh, the uh, a literal letter <laughs> to put the parchment in to send it off hmm. what does the stamp look like the stamp looks very similar to the one that you saw on the other one, except instead of three eyes, there's two. Or sorry, mm. there's one. Any significance to either of you? Well, the other letter had three eyes. This one has two. One. One. Oops. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, did you say there was a letter in there, or just the the envelope and the stamp? Uh, inside the drawer? Yeah. There was the envelope, uh, the stamp, the stick of um, uh, sealing wax, and yeah. a coin purse. Okay. And some parchment. Well, can we be certain that this is gnomies I'm gonna inhale really you quickly. think she has a dryer she can't access do you think we may have gone in the wrong house 
Well, the bartender did say that she was renting this place from someone else. And with as ramshackled as it is. Can I try to like craft the drawer back into (laughs) sort of looking like it should? Roll me a craft check. Um, Whoever's taking a closer look at the seal. If you want, you can roll me a religion check. A 13. Mm, I won't. 13? As you start, like, putting some of the pieces together, you're like, there, and then it just kind of pops out and falls falls down again. It's He did quite a number to this. It was a very dry desk from years of abuse, and he just pulled it right off the hinges, basically. I'm going to lean in her direction. You did a wonderful job trying. Did do that not very well. I did try. Hey, you did better fixed in it than I could have. <clears throat> I got a 16 on my religion. You've never really seen this before. Um, you It seems sort of deatific, if that is that a word. <laughs> like, it's surrounding... Deific? Deific, sure. Um, but you're not quite sure whose deity it represents, or what deity it represents, rather. Hmm. Can you I tell really... me, Krell, what that looks like? Uh, yeah. The letter with the cryptic message uh, had three eyes on it. In this drawer, we found a wax seal with only a singular eye. So, my thought line is either Nomi is a double agent, or whoever owns this home probably has something to do with the conspiracy. You know, just just throwing my ideas out there. Mm. Again, this isn't typically what I do, but I've seen enough things. Patrick and cahoots to steal the grain. If you like, Possibly. you can kind of feel the engraving or embossment, rather, of the... The second um, he said I, I kind of shuddered. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, like, I'm visibly, like, kind of awkwardly, like gripping my cane and just budding my lips, nodding. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe right any then. of those things. <clears throat> um, damn. It hasn't been often that I wish I could see again, but this is a time that I wish I could see. Does this hold some significance to you? No, more questions for me. It's 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 nothing really, but I want to know what it looks like, but I can't touch it. And you shouldn't touch it either, so put it down. Um Do I know any like the significance with the eyes? Um roll did you roll you haven't rolled a religion yet, have mm-hmm. you? Okay. Roll no. me a religion. Um Amanda. You, I don't know if you changed around your spells or not, but you could cast a spell to see if it's magical or not. I have the same 
spell. Yeah, the same spell list. It's the one that you you were about to cast in the pre-session, uh, and it takes ten minutes to cast. Um, <clears throat> I don't know which one it is. I believe actually. it's a cantrip. Uh, I only have one in my cantrips. What's your step? Uh, detect aura, I believe. I don't have that. Because mm. I have read aura. In oh, read aura. That's it. Read aura. Read aura. It doesn't say anything. Like I have no uh, thing, but it does that. Quick. Okay, thank you. So, what'd you get, uh, Kirky? Eighteen. Eighteen. Twenty-two. Oh, twenty. That's that. That does not sound like eighteen. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I was, I was like, well, that's what's on my dice, but not what I got. You don't know much about it. However. You know of an order of sometimes monks called the Order of the Still Mind. Um, They're very secretive. They're not bad in any way, but they very much keep to themselves, uh, focusing mainly on extraplanar knowledge, mental and physical perfection, um, and tradition. Oh, did you get the uh, the spell, Amanda? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna clear my throat. <clears throat> Crow. Yes. Can you put that on the desk? Any symbols with the eyes, and don't let me touch them, but put my hands over them. Uh, sure. I will do so. Describe what the spell looks like when you cast it. Each spell has a sort of signature based on the personality of the person casting it. So it's actually funny that you say that because if I were to cast spells, I would cast spells in the shape of a very simple, like, eye because my problems. Okay, so as she's casting a spell, you can kind of see... A semi-translucent uh, eye kind of appear below her hand that slowly opens up, revealing an iris underneath. Um, after a minute of casting this, and once the eye is fully open, it kind of flashes purple and disappears. And you know that this is not magical in any way. <sighs> Thank goodness. It's nothing. I mean, Christian, does the Archer of the Steel Mind ring any bells for you? Not particularly. Why? Well, it's just something came to my mind when I saw the eye. Weird monks. (laughs) Nothing to worry about. I'm just going to, like, kind of move on. Okay kind of note that and keep that in the back of my head. Do you uh, pick up the um, the stamp? Me? Yeah, knowing that it's not magical. I guess I'll drop my hand down on it, but I okay. don't intend to pick it up and examine it. You know you, what I mean? Like, yeah. oh. Well, you drop your hand on it and you feel a bit of cold metal. Um, 
as well as some polished uh, wood. Uh, if you feel for what the stamp feels like itself, um, you notice that it's one eye that looks to be closed, or feels to be closed, rather. Um, sort of like a, a semicircle, almost. Yep, yep. And then it dawns on you that you've seen a very similar marking when divining a certain person at a tavern. A tattoo, perhaps, at the back of her neck that remained hidden from her with her ponytail. Well, this is definitely uh, no me stuff, so <clears throat> let's just put it back as where we found it, as best we can. Did you know that? Um, do you remember when I read her fortune? Of course, it was quite sure. Yes, it's the flashy bit that really makes me the money. Um, but there is truth in what I do. Um, the symbols that I saw while filing through her very quickly, of course, um, is the one on the stamp. Ooh. It's probably her goddess or god that she worships. I don't know exactly which one, but I'm pretty sure it is just the religious significance. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Well, she's going to know we broke the drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she um, definitely is going to know. Not if she doesn't see us here, so let's go. Maybe we can go back to the tavern and look in and see the patrons, and then maybe go to the grave and then not have to stay and bother seeing Nomi again and not worry about the drawer. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Um, because your spells didn't save on your character sheet, right? No. I'm trying to remember if you have the mending spell. Um, actually, my spells did save, I think. Okay. Because I do see spells. Okay, it would be the cantrips be in yeah. the far left, yeah. If there's mending there, I think it's a first level spell, actually. Nope, I have... Yeah, I don't have mending. How about you, Cricky? <laughs> I don't believe I do. I've, yeah, it's a, it's a first level spell. Yeah, I don't. Okay. So you put the, the you put the drawer back as best as you can with the shards of wood back. If you had a bit of glue, maybe it could have been a little bit easier. But um, the only could thing... I make any kind of glue? Because I have my like witch's tools, like some kind of adhesive. Roll me an intelligence check. As she's doing that, I'm going to look at Krell and be like, Krell, can you take one of the parchments? Do you have any writing utensils that you can just scroll, I'm sorry, and an IOU or something, and you can go save her another day? What'd you get? Eight? Sure. Seven. Oh, seven. You really um, like eights today. Yeah. Yeah. Eights are a good number. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna pretend to write an apology letter. Um Ooh. and take the pouch. I'm gonna after take the coin I pouch? fail, I'm gonna just yeah. sneak out of that. Are you gonna house. look inside or are you gonna you're just Yeah, I wanna <laughs> see I wanna see what's in the pouch. Okay. As you open it. The glare of gold coins hits your face. 
I think I'm gonna walk up beside him and touch the letter that he wrote his apology on. Okay, you do so. Speaking out, and you notice there's nothing written. Crow, there is nothing on this letter. I am blind, but not stupid. <laughs> what are your sticky fingers into right now? Just You're a bit confused. Investigating, madam. Writing doesn't have feel. So I have the ring. Yeah, oh, I know. I'm saying he's okay. confused. Okay. You, I know yeah. exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I'm definitely giving her uh, a skeptical look. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I'm merely investigating. I think that our friend has more going on than it seems. Why would you cons- say that? Well, especially considering her... You said she had some deity that has this symbol. Is that a problem? Is that a problem that somebody carries the symbol of their deity on them? Does that make them a villain? But it does seem to be mm, in opposition to the other note that we found. And also a good hefty sack of gold coins doesn't seem to be something day on day would pay for a simple investigation. It does seem like something that you leave in the drawer because it's not yours. And I most certainly am going to leave the coin. Okay. Okay. Did he leave the coin? Yeah, I'm not going to... I just wanted to see what was in the pouch. I don't want her... You do hear the jingling of coin uh, as it makes its way into the the broken-up... A drawer and gets slid shut as best as it can. It's very wobbly. And I have tried to sneak away. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll me a stealth. I am so obsessed about the You should roll stealth like... with advantage because I'm very hyper focused on Xavier. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she falls out the fucking door. I got a nat one. So you're walking. Oh, stuck boy. in the mud. And. The first step you take, just from the creaking of the wood, the second step you take, crunching from the mud that's left until you just... I'm going to turn and look at them. You are all right there? That's is ridiculous. And I'm just going to storm out. Crunch, 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 crunch. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> then I'm going to turn to crow and be like, oh, was she trying to be quiet? It appears so. Well, maybe we should leave and move on to the next part to help out on the day. Yes. Okay. You head out, and it's still sunset, and it's a beautiful one at that. You've probably only been inside for 15, 20-ish minutes. Um, You see some of the farmers starting to head in for the night. Uh, picking up all their tools and putting them into carts that are drawn by donkeys. Um, as they head in, you see a few pass by as they kind of like wave to you and then the second glance, but move on with their business. You are a very eclectic group of individuals. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I don't see them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see them, so. <laughs> Perfect! <laughs> it all works out. 
<laughs> yeah, it's perfect. You do hear them as they, they walk by, though. Mm. Well, uh, let's head to these uh, these silos and keep a lookout then. Okay. How how far apart are the two that didn't so, get hit? There's one that's furthest south, and then there's one that's a little bit um, southeast. It's closer. It's more east than it is south, but it's in that region. The other three silos that were hit are on the other side, more close to the western part of Key Hill. Okay. Um. <sighs> Not that I would want either of you to, to fight. In fact, I don't want to fight anybody. Just... Uh... I'm going to go over to that one. I'm going to point to the further one, to the southeast. Okay. And I guess if you see anything suspicious... Uh, I don't really have anything. I was hoping I had like a... Even if I had a bell, I doubt I'd be able to hear it. Okay. So you're planning on going to the southeastern silo. Um, and are you saying they should go to the southern one? Yeah. Okay. What do you guys do? Oh, I can go along to the other one if you need to stay together. Uh, no, I'll, I can do this alone. Oh, if I may, I would be much more comfortable if I got to go back to the tavern and maybe scout out in there. I don't think I'd fare too well in a field anymore. And especially as a lookout, I don't think I can offer aid there as well. I mean, I'm sure your hearing is good, but that's fair. I suppose the tavern might be a better place. Sometimes mingling among the folks and stuff like that is underappreciated and you can learn a lot about people in the area I, I don't want to mingle with anyone that's not of use to me everybody yeah, can be of use to you you just have to make sure that you do it right well um, I don't totally believe it but you already proved me wrong once with Nomi <laughs> so I suppose for now I believe that's true okay so Where's everyone heading? Tavern. Tavern? Southeast? Southeast? Is that what you said was the closer one? South. The closest one is going to be the south one. Oh, the south one then. Okay. And then southeast. Yep. Okay. Uh, is there anything specifically that you're looking for, um, uh, Amanda? I'll probably just try and take notes of faces. Okay. See if Nomi is, well, you know. Faces. Yeah, keep an eye out for Nomi if she ever. If Nomi is, comes by for dinner or, like, whatever. Okay. Or, like, just to chat, um, probably say hello to the barkeep again because he would probably be ecstatic to mm -hmm. get a visitor twice in one day. Of course. Um, And just butter him up a little bit. And if anybody flocks to me or for some reason is like, wow, you're an interesting one, I'm always open to talk and pry information out of them that way and okay. get a little coin if I can. Roll me a uh, diplomacy. Diplomacy. 
19. 19. As you're talking with a few people, a few of the patrons, uh, the townsfolk, uh, they do talk a bit about um, Grimsby and this feud that they kind of have with them. Uh, that they're obviously the better town, and Grimsby's just trying to be better by by making a forge that's only a showpiece, and it doesn't actually work and all this. Um, you mentioned Nomi, and nobody has anything bad to say about her. It seems like everybody either enjoys her company or at least, at the very least, tolerates her. Uh, some people mention that she talks too much for them and they, they work out in the field because they don't want to hear people talking and so when she comes by they just kind of shoo her off but uh, they don't despise her um, let me check something you do however make your way to Odell who has a small coin purse and he's like Ash what that's your name right Ash yes yes hmm. um Talk with a few people, townsfolk, mm-hmm. and we've gathered a little bit of gold. If you and your troop can manage to do something, of course, uh, come right back here. And he kind of like carefully pours out what looks to be about 14, or the uh, total of 14 gold pieces. I'm gonna nod. Actually, Thank you for bringing that up. Both my friends are actually doing their best right now on a maybe... I'm going to be talking quietly, of course. Mm -hmm. A light... um, What shall I say? Tore around at night by some of the silos. So you might have a couple extra eyes out tonight. But hold on to the cold for now. Will do. And um, the rest of the night goes on for you. Not much eventful, uh, not many events happen or anything. It's uh, very uneventful. However, um, to. Well, Kirky's not here right now. <laughs> so we will go to the southeastern silo. You make your way there. I can't remember. You have dark vision, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So you don't even have to light a torch or anything like that. Perfect enough. Uh, you find a comfortable spot to kind of stake out. There's a, a mound in the um, in the dirt. It's dry, and it's a good place to sit. And as you're sitting there, just kind of mulling over the events of today and how crazy everything has been, the people that you've met, the mask you received, you even take it out and kind of look at it again, uh, feeling the rough edges, the very crude carving that this has made, and kind of shake your head in disbelief a second time as it seems like a lot is happening very quickly Um, you keep an eye out and as the sun sets you get a little bit more comfortable waiting out for anything any sign of people especially the people of Grimsby to come around and um, sabotage the, the people of Keyhill but Nothing comes, you don't see any lights, you don't hear any noise. Two hours pass since you first sat down. The sun is fully set at this point. Um, and we're going to go to Cricky. Ophelia. 
You find this very old and beaten up silo. Probably hasn't been updated or, or taken uh, care of with a fresh cone of paint in years. Uh, next to a shoddily made fence. It's just the basic thing that you would see at a farm. It's just uh, two logs uh, horizontally and every now and then a pole to hold them up. Um, the sun sets and I believe you have dark vision as well. Um, roll me a perception check. Oh, so I chuck my dice. Okay. Oh, 19. 19. You take a second and you get comfortable. You don't know if anyone is going to appear or if they do, what they're going to look like or when it's going to happen. So you take some time to get into a comfortable position because you figure you're going to be here a little while. However, an hour or so after the sun sets, you hear a noise croaking just coming from the border of the swamp. Take a moment to pipe up and sit into a position where you might be able to see something, and off in the distance, you see a row of frogs slowly hopping their way over to the silo. They're still behind the fence, but as they get close to the silo, they go behind a bush and kind of disappear. Gonna keep an eye on the bush. Yep. Five minutes pass. Ten minutes pass. And the frogs slowly emerge from the bush. They look a little bit more plump. Um, they are leaving in a very peculiar way, like a perfectly straight line. They're, they have an order of which they're they're hopping. And it's not sporadic in any way, as if either these things have been trained or mind-controlled or something of the sort. It seems very unnatural. Do they seem, like, almost domesticated? Or, like, intelligent really somehow? nature. They don't seem to be working on their own accord, but they certainly look domesticated in some way. And some of these frogs are very, very large. There's, of course, tiny ones that still remain in line, but these frogs are probably the size of a dog. Okay, uh, what? Um... weird. <laughs> yes, it is. At this point, they have disappeared into the swamp, death. away from the farmlands and away from the silo. Well, that was strange. I'm just going to keep an eye out for any more weird stuff. Okay. For now, I just... So minutes pass, and you don't 
see anything, don't hear anything. Another 30 minutes pass and nothing. You're starting to get the feeling that maybe nothing else is coming. So, quick question. Mm -hmm. uh, with um, Unseen Servant, does that only count, like, for, like, doing physical things? Or do I have any kind of actual connection to it? Like, men, like, for, like... It's just physical stuff. It's like okay. being able to command something to... Um, kind of push things or like pick stuff up sort of thing like a literal servant yeah. yeah yes okay um i think can i do like a perimeter walk i guess yeah absolutely essentially you kind of walk around um as you get closer to where the frogs came from you notice that there are tracks left behind in the mud um and then you notice the, the bush where they came in from, or where they disappeared into, sort of thing. Okay. Do you go closer to the bush? Um, how far is the bush from the silo? It's right next to it. Like, it's literally okay. touching it. Okay. I'm going to put Doosan on the ground and say, keep an eye on the silo. And I'm going to go check out the bush. Okay. You go closer to the bush and you can start to see little grains that have kind of left behind. And the closer you get to the silo and the bush, the grains are accumulated a little bit more in a pile. Um, it just looks like a normal bush, nothing too crazy. But as you kind of push it to the side... You notice that there is a gaping frog-sized hole in the side of the tunnel. And the grain is slowly spilling out as you kind of push the the bush up to the side. Okay. Uh, how long do I think it would take me to run to the other silo? That probably. Five or ten minutes, not even. Well, for running, five minutes. You can see it off in the distance. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm gonna start running towards it, yelling Krell's name at the top of my lungs. <laughs> you hear... So that hopefully I don't have to go as far. You hear in the distance, and it starts off quiet enough. Krell! And it starts to turn into a bit of a scream as it gets closer, and you turn around and you see the other Strix... Uh, you recently met uh, screaming your name running towards you kind of like a mad woman I get my weapon at the ready and uh, <laughs> run run to meet her okay yeah you meet halfway um, you take a moment to catch your breath uh, dog sized frogs dog sized frogs what are you, uh, just are follow you me chased? and you'll see. No, just come with me. And so I'm just going to drag him with me and just keep running back to show him. Okay. 
you drag him back to the silo, the southern silo, and you show the hole where the grain is spilling out. You show the footprints of the frogs that had uh, so precariously been in a line and marched in and out of this area. Uh, frogs. Dog-sized frogs. Huge! That's like they were trained. Yeah. Going in a line. And they went back to the swamp. Hmm. It's going into a hole. Yes, into the hole, into a hole that seems to be burrowed out into the side of the silo. Hmm. I'm going to fill the hole. With, uh, what are you filling the hole with? Dirt. To block it. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, it'll take you probably about ten or so minutes. It's a fairly large hole. I'll uh, help. Perfect. Uh, easy enough to do. Cut the time in half as two of you start digging up a mound and kind of sliding the dirt into the hole that was left by these creatures. All right. Well, hopefully whoever's siphoning this will get curious. If not, at least we've prevented all the grain from going away. Of course. How did they not notice this? Do you think the others have holes? And footprints? Or do you think we got lucky? I think we have to investigate. Uh As you head off, are you going to the tavern first to pick up your friend? We should probably check in on Nash. Okay. As you head back into, or towards the Thirsty Mosquito, we're going to call it there for tonight. Leaving the mystery just that a little while longer. Uh, Thanks to all the players... Uh, This has been a very long time coming, and it feels very good to finally do so and play this game, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. This is just scratching the surface of what's happening and the story and all that, and I'm so excited to finally be able to share it with you, as well as everyone on stream. I hope the viewers enjoyed it. Um, Be sure to, to follow all these wonderful people on the various socials that they have. Uh, I should make a command, and I probably will soon enough, to just be able to do an exclamation mark socials and then have everybody's name and such pop up. Uh, But follow them on Twitch. They're all wonderful streamers. They're all wonderful people. And uh, I guess next Tuesday we will continue, and hopefully our fourth player will be able to make it. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. I was very nervous at the beginning, but they were very much under the weather, um, very sick. And we are hoping that he has a speedy recovery so that he can play his dwarven gunslinger. And I'm so excited for that because then all four of us or all five of us get to be together playing the game again. It's been so long. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I love you all. Um, if anyone has any announcements, now's the time to do so. No, we're all good. Nancy's Fables on Wednesday, Nancy's as Fables usual, tomorrow. There you You'll go. Find Amanda a, and I there. A full week of D&D and, and Pathfinder and all their tabletop RPGs. What else do you need? So be sure to follow them. Um, and have a wonderful night, everyone. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you liked it, be sure to rate it on whatever podcast app you use. Every little bit helps in allowing us to grow. And remember, stay safe out there.